Hello, and thank you for tuning in to our pilot episode of North Down South, with your hosts, North and South. Our podcast is designed around the idea of a calm, relaxing environment, with topics ranging anywhere from gaming to current events and much more. We appreciate you taking this road trip with us, and hope you enjoy. Thank you. Alright, so opening out today, I heard you got some topics for us. Why don't you uh, go ahead and get us started? Uh, <laughs> no pressure, by the way. Uh, of, of, co- of course. <laughs> well, yeah. what I want to talk about is uh, we're coming out of the uh, Halo Infinite tech preview this last week. So I know that you didn't get the chance to jump on that quite yet, but... Um, I know that Arbiter and myself had played it quite a bit. I played over actually 20 hours over the weekend. That's insane. 20 hours? Yeah, well, I kind of don't have a life, so <laughs> that's a deal that way. <laughs> Fair um, enough. The general consensus is I think a lot of people are quite happy with it. Uh, You know, it's kind of merging the gap between older you know legacy fans from the late 2000s i mean that's a whole topic on its own (laughs) and uh you know more modern players who have uh just you know came into the series within the last couple years but based off of the gameplay and what you've seen like how do you feel about it so far uh i feel like it's gonna be really good i've i have pretty high expectations for it uh I didn't get to personally play it, but it looks pretty fun. Uh, I was a big fan of Halo 5's movement system, so yeah. seeing the thrusters and all that stuff go away, I'm not too worried about, but they do have Sprint, which is the best part. I, I gotta I gotta admit, I love that part, but I mean, I, we'll just have to see until the full product comes out. But I think I, um, it's, I think it's gonna do really good. I actually caught myself several times. <laughs> I was noticing every time I would start getting people shooting at me a lot, I'd always instinctively hit the left bumper to, which was my uh, mapping for thruster pack in Halo Five. Uh, yeah. I always end up trying to thrust out of the way, but it uh, obviously I don't. I think it's equipment is the uh, what the left bumper is used for, which is another thing I'm actually, you know, because. I mean, you know how it is with Halo 3. Like, I think it is a good game. I do think it is vastly overrated when it comes to the Halo series. Um, But there is one thing that I loved about it, and it was that drop uh, the equipment system, which was kind of like... It was kind of like what armor abilities ended up... You know, armor abilities ended up replacing that. Um... But, you know, the the fact that it was, like, neutral, kind of like anybody can pick it up on the map and take it and turn the tides, but it wasn't necessarily just offensive thing, which armor abilities ended up being quite a bit. But uh, in any case, I'm, I'm glad that they t- uh, brought back equipment from the previous games. Um, that is one thing I'm very happy to see. But other than that, the sound design is really good. I'm not really sure how I feel about the new friend or foe system where instead of your enemies being like, you know, you have blue team and you have red team, you know, they're highlighted in color instead. I'm not really sure how I feel about that personally, but yeah, I mean the, uh, the equipment part, I'm, I'm actually really excited about that because I have some vast memories from playing Halo three back in the day uh i believe you used to get to a skull by doing this weird glitch uh i can't remember what map it was i think it i want to say some sandbox map but yeah uh yeah i'm not really quite sure either um well the thing with equipment right it's it's always been in like a neutral thing like for example like take the bubble shield right a classic from the halo series and you put down the bubble shield, and if you're in the bubble shield, sure, it's helping you out in that time. But what ends, 
ends up happening is like if you get pushed out of that shield, then it's helping the enemy, right? Uh, same with the power drain. The power drain, if you throw at your feet, sure, it's going to strip the shields of all your enemies, but it's also going to strip all your shields and your teammate shields. It's a very neutral, like, piece of, you know, piece of equipment that you have to utilize in order to, you know, put it on the offensive. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think Xbox really needs kind of like a banger title, you know, to kind of put it, if not above the rest, then definitely, like, because I, I will admit that um, while, you know, Xbox has been killing it with Game Pass, that they've been kind of faulty on the first party title department for quite a while. I mean, Definitely. the biggest things we've gotten recently are pretty much just Gears 5 and uh, and uh, Forza Horizon 4. But even then, some of those are several, several years old at this point. Yeah. I was a, a little sad to figure out that the true bubble shield wasn't coming back. But, yeah. the, but I think the wall will be better for a majority gameplay. My thing with the wall is, like, it's not... It's not a true replacement because, well, what I think is pretty cool about it is you can shoot through it if you're on the side. Um, if you're on one side, you can shoot through it, and if you're on the other side, your bullets get blocked, so it's a one-way shield. But obviously the trade-off on that is, you know, it's for, you know, for one, it's just a wall, so it's not going to be a full uh, bubble. And then the second thing is they, you know, your enemies can actually destroy little sections of it. Uh, from outside the bubble or outside the wall. So I mean, it's gonna be real interesting to see how the dynamic works. I think the most fun I had was personally with the grapple shot. Um, the fact that you could pick up weapons <laughs> and uh, you can hit, you can shoot enemies with it and like harpoon yourself into them. That's really awesome. Yeah, I'm excited uh, to see about that because I think I'll be using that one a lot personally over the other ones. Just for the incre increased movement speed overall. Something with the grapple shot is that, um, like, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of, like, Apex Legends or Titanfall, but one thing I do think they did right was their grappling hook. You know, it felt very fluid, very clean. I uh, agree. You know, the, the distance requirement wasn't too, you know, too great. Uh, or I should say the distance cutoff. Just there's something weird about the infinite grappling hook from what I've so from what I've done so far. Um it it just has a really short range, I think. And I understand that a lot of the maps in Halo are a lot more uh close combat oriented, but I would like to see that kinda maybe get a little bit more range that would make it feel truly, you know, like the you know a fluid way to get across the map quickly and uh in order to really cross the gap between you and the enemy um i've always loved the uh apex grappling hook though because it like it just absolutely would just will fling you it's a little yeah, ridiculous that's what i loved about the uh i forget what class it's called in titanfall 2 but it it was the grapple hook class i believe i use that all the time just cuz it could either make or break your movement and i found it really helpful especially swinging around the titans and all that stuff for stealing batteries and whatnot but i mean it, it's really good to see that halo infinite's getting one but I, i'm excited to see how it goes i i'm guessing it does need a buff but i haven't seen much gameplay other than the th gameplay they did at e3 with the yeah. grapple hook. Well, they um that that seems to be kind of a common thing though with uh kind of older old school players that played a lot of arena shooters versus the advanced movement of a lot of shooters in more modern times. Um I just think, you know, the grappling hook is just a staple of that of kind of the, the new age of uh you know, arena shooters becoming more so um, kind of like these 
advanced movement like playgrounds you know i i i love it uh obviously a lot of people have criticized it but uh i definitely think advanced movement should be considered for future titles definitely i mean it it can make a game that because with the thing i didn't like about halo 3 is that it felt really slow gameplay wise at least multiplayer but i've barely played multiplayer online due to the community that surrounds that but yeah with with halo 5 it didn't really matter if you're super good with the guns or anything mainly because the guns felt all solid but i mean just the movement system was really good especially if you learned it you could do a lot of stupid stuff yeah i i kind of felt like with halo 3 um I do think if you were to ever, for any reason, play multiplayer matches again, that you would, it wouldn't feel quite as slow as you may think. Um, my the biggest issue with any older game really is like so many people have had years and years and years of experience that the barrier to entry for newer players is so high. Like, why would they even get involved at that point? Uh, especially you see it all the time with Halo Three purists, just how gatekeeping they are into their community it's it's <laughs> i know we're kind of delving into another topic here but it, it really is awful um definitely they uh i i do think halo 3's gameplay is fun um i do think it is aged uh the thing with companies now right is they want to get as much as they want to please their older established fan base they want to bring in new fans in order to come and play their games and uh, in, you know, experience the games as n- your newer players and being able to, you know, invite their friends and get their communities involved. So whenever people, and this could be said with Call of Duty, with um, pretty much any other popular shooter game, is they just want to rinse repeat of, you know, 2009, 2010 games. But we can't just keep they can't just keep making those same games every year you know yeah like uh i think uh what was it battlefield 2042 did a really good improvement for like battlefield 4 because i think the main conception with battlefield titles is that battlefield 4 is the fan favorite yeah and they really made the modern shooter feel a lot more i want to say personal especially with the trailer how they gave credit to so many of the players from battlefield 4 like the uh scene with the jet oh the I, guy. I forgot who did that yeah the guy launching himself out of the the jet and blowing up the other jet with our rpg yeah i saw the dude react to that and uh, he absolutely loved it oh that's awesome which which is just amazing to see Com- uh, the gaming community is just giving the fans what they want right but they also have to do what's best for the game and not just what's best for the main purists of the group because if it's the same game a lot of people are going to lose interest in it yeah that's the so that's the thing i never understood is like these people don't seem to grasp the concept of like you can't just make the game for the same market every single year or every single release, right? Half half of the point of bringing in, um, of making a new game and bringing in a dev team to make that game is you need to bring in new players because those new players are going to keep your franchise going another 10 years while the older players, you know, either they can't work or can't play as much due to work and life and having children or maybe they're just not interested in gaming anymore. So it's like you see these, you know, and I obviously the most prominent example for me is Halo because I'm, it it is my favorite game series. Um, but you know, you see a lot of Halo Three fans go up in arms about stuff like sprint and sliding and mantle and, but you can't get newer players to play arena shooters like that with like crouch jumping and grenade jumping and all these advanced like kind of skill sets that were developed because of hardware limitations and older games they couldn't because i i I bet you 10 bucks that like if they had the hardware 
and the technology to make advanced movement 20 years ago, they would have. Absolutely. Oh, they, oh, they definitely would have. Yeah, they... Halo was going to have Sprint as soon as Halo 2, but it got cut because of hardware limitation. But, like, they, they were planning on adding it into Halo as soon, you know, all the way as early as 2004, so it's like... I don't know, it's just like, we can't be pleasing audiences of 20 years late when we need to bring in... And, and you can see that with 343, is they are bringing in players because they're going to go free to play and that's an absolutely huge step look at games like warzone uh games like team fortress 2 even though that's kind of been on the decline the last few years uh csgo is another huge one like four hundred thousand concurrent players a day like yeah going free to play is definitely the move um i mean my only gripe with that is you know the monetization with the cash shop and battle pass but i mean it's not like i'm not gonna buy the <laughs> you know it's not it's not like i'm not gonna buy those skins or whatever but i don't know yeah. it, it's just well battle passes are kind of becoming the new loot boxes but definitely it's not the thing with loot boxes and the reason why it was a lot worse in a lot of people's opinions is because it was randomized and you weren't guaranteed anything so that that's one of the things I liked about Luke boxes yeah. is that it was randomized. So when you got something good, it felt really good. Right. The only the only problem with that is you would have like these big YouTubers or Twitch streamers just spend like three hundred, four hundred dollars on loot boxes and just get like the most insane stuff. Like I remember watching videos from Advanced Warfare. Yeah. Of I think it was I want to say Merc Music is who I was watching just open supply drops and i just i was absolutely entertained and i wanted to do that but i mean it, i just there was no reason to yeah um and it does bug me that with like battle passes there could be a hundred tiers or whatever and you can grind three months every day you know play six warzone matches a day or whatever uh, and finally get that tier 100, not six months, but definitely, you know, like two or three months. Um, get that tier 100 reward, you know, and feel good about yourself. I mean, I guess if you're having fun, that doesn't matter because you're having fun during that time, right? But then, you, you, you know, the new season drops and you play the first day and then you see fucking Johnny Wallet Warrior running around <laughs> with his tier 100 skin already. And that, yeah, I don't know, I... I mean, I guess at the end of the day, the reason, the thing is, is it is all cosmetic now. A lot of games are just doing all only cosmetic, no pay to win. Um, so I guess at the end of the day, you can't really say, like, that's their choice, that was their wallet. They decided to just skip, you know, maybe they don't have enough time because, you know, kids work, whatever. But I I do kind of miss the days of old of... You know, beat the Halo 3 Legendary All Skulls on and get the, you know, the Flaming Helmet or not the Flaming Helmet, but, you know, just like the beat, beat it on Legendary and get the Hayabusa armor set and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, or I collect can... uh, all the hidden skulls around the maps in each level. Yeah, I really, really hope that uh, Infinite decides to go down that route of unlockable armor sets. But from what I can see, yeah. there is a cash shop in infinite from what i looked at as well as a battle pass uh you buy everything with credits but i do what i don't know is whether or not the credits are an earnable currency or if they are just you know like pretty much like cod points you know where they're only used to kind of turn money into the in-game currency but we'll just have to see on that uh i'm hoping it's really good but the thing I like about Infinite's Battle Pass system is, or from what they've said so far, is that the Battle Passes won't be going away, which which was a which was a very big problem I had with Fortnite. <laughs> you know, you would get a Battle Pass, and then I, I would just get tired of the game because I'd be playing it every day for maybe eight hours straight, and then I would just lose interest and play something for like two or three months, and then there was just no way to catch up. Oh, like absolutely, I know. And 
companies are definitely um, maximizing on that fear of missing out. Definitely, they uh. See, I'm I. That's the one thing I'm very torn about. Well, I'm not very torn about it, but it's like, on one hand, it's like, okay, I want, if I earn this cosmetic, and let's say, two months down the line, a million players come in the game, and none of them have a chance to earn that cosmetic, and like I'm unique, and I want to flex that I'm unique. But, put yourself in the other person's shoes. Oh, hey, I just started this game. And they've been playing since launch, and they have all this stuff I'm never able to obtain. Like, I don't know how you, you what your opinion is about that. Um, like, with timed exclusives, like, because I know Fortnite, like you were just saying, Fortnite did that a lot. Like, there's a lot of early game or early Battle Pass skins that you just cannot get anymore, obviously. Because as soon as the season's over, it's just gone. It doesn't go back in the shop. Nothing like that. It's just gone. So I don't really know. I th I think, I think they had a few skins come back from the shop from battle passes, but I don't think there were any of the tier one hundred skins. But I mean, a problem with that uh, is they'll eventually run out of unique ideas for cool skins. So they'll either just continue doing the copy and paste system. A lot of games do nowadays, are just the skins won't feel unique anymore. I wonder how many players Fortnite has. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I heard recently that game's still killing it. I haven't heard too much about it compared to like how it was back two, three years ago, right. maybe, when it just came out and everyone was just talking about it. Which, it, it was fun, as long as you had people to play with you, but just going into it solo, I didn't find enjoyment with it. Or enough to keep playing it consecutively. Well, it looks like that um, one of the highest numbers of how many accounts have signed up to play the game is 350 million. Which, considering that's more than the US population, that's quite a, <laughs> that's a lot of people. But I'm not seeing anything about yeah. current player counts, but... I mean, I, I know the game's going strong. I mean, a lot of people our age aren't really playing it. They're playing Warzone. Uh, even then, a lot of people are quitting Warzone because of their hacker, uh, hacker epidemic, but... Yeah, I mean, that's just one of the things you're going to face with a free game title like that. Yeah, that's Especially that's with one thing. as popular as Call of Duty. Yeah, that's another thing that worries me about Halo is... The inevitable hackers, but the thing with hackers is you got the best way to deal with them is well, a have a really good anti cheat, uh, and then when you ban hackers, you don't ban their IP address because they can just make new IP address, or you know if they're playing with a VPN, they don't even have a real IP address anyways, or of course they could uh, I just you need a hardware ban them, you need to get their hardware ID on their computer or whatever they're playing on. And ban like the system itself, but that'd be the easiest way of doing it. But have you ever encountered, uh, like in a game, have you ever encountered like a true, genuine, like cheater like that, and just in a game, really? Uh, I, this w I wouldn't really count this one too much, but back when Black Ops Two w was re-released on Xbox for its backwards compatibility. Uh, I got into a lobby with just hackers, and they, uh, and one of my friends, uh, we were playing zombies, and he hacked, and, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, a, it's an old game, so you would expect there to be hackers, but. That's funny. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's one of the most, uh, noticeable experience of that, experiences that I've had. That's recently. funny because the uh, pretty much the only time I've ever experienced a hacker that I was at least aware about it um, was actually in Black Ops 2 as well. I logged in to play multiplayer and I got into a, a I got into a match. It was on Lava, that one man. map. It was a DLC map where it was like there was like lava everywhere. Um, and I instantly got boosted to level 55 prestige 2, and then it kicked me out. <laughs> Like it, le it leveled yeah, me up like a hundred times. 
Yeah, from the uh, from the few matches I was able to play with Bo2, it, it wasn't super bad. Yeah. But like, I mean, it was it was really easy to kill people. Whether that was just old veteran veterans coming back, or just people that haven't touched the game and years and saw it was re-released and just installed it yeah. again whether it was yeah. that or not i don't remember but i mean how would you feel about a uh about just kind of like a call of duty like i don't really know i guess how i'm gonna put it but like a call of duty like kind of greatest hits like mcc style uh like title oh so just like like Black Ops 2, uh, Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare 2, yeah. Black Ops 1. Maybe just the just the pure fan favorites put into, like... Well, I would game. think, like, World at War through Black Ops 2, and then COD 4, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, and then maybe, like, Ghosts down the line. But I just like the yeah, that 2007 to 2011 or 2012 era of games. That, that would be really cool to see, but... I, I was never I, I enjoyed Call of yeah. Duty, um, but I don't I don't think it would smack as nearly as hard. Well, the thing is, is I don't even think MCC really has that many players. As you know, in comparison to, I I do think the majority of people have a lot more uh, feeling towards the classic Call of Duty games than they do the Halo games. One hundred percent, though, yeah. Because I love, I love Black Ops 1. That was one of the first... I think that was my first Call of Duty yeah. entry to the series. Um, I, I know my personal favorite is Advanced Warfare due to the advanced movement yeah. system. I've just always yeah. loved that type of system. But I, I just wonder how they would do like a MCC style. I guess they could just literally just do the same thing where you just choose which multiplayer you want to load up into and... But I just like wonder on a technical, on the technical side, like how that would work. Because I'm, I'm sure, you know, maybe the, those games don't use different engines. But I know there was a lot of technology changing around that time. There was a lot of similarities though with the games, or at least gameplay wise, which is I think why they went to the advanced system, yeah. just out of the blue. But like, at least they felt very similar to me. Um, I think sliding was definitely the best improvement over dolphin yeah. diving. Yeah, there wasn't really ever... I, I never, like, felt like dolphin diving felt natural in, like, gunplay. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't play enough of the classic games, but it's yeah. like I, that never really made sense to me. Like, sliding, you know, it lowers your hitbox to the ground and it increases your speed, like, as a burst. So you can, you know, slide behind a wall or behind cover. But I guess dolphin diving was kind of the same thing. It, it kind of put shot you forward a little bit. But obviously yeah. it's putting you in prone, which kind of sucked. But, I mean, it was fun. It was fun. I I distinctly remember just, like, the way the controller would vibrate whenever you would hit the ground. It would just, like, this little buzz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the most the time I really remember it is uh, mainly playing zombies is when I ever I'd really do it. I I don't ever remember doing it, just playing against bots or the campaign. Yeah, yeah, pretty much only zombies for me as well. I don't really know. Um, like I said, I I just I guess I never really understood the use in uh in a multiplayer or anything like that when you know you pretty much just could sprint away <laughs> rather than um going prone yeah but yeah it's definitely definitely good times i uh i think they would kill it if they made like a greatest hits type game like mcc i think they would absolutely kill oh, it. oh de definitely i think the best part about it would be the the campaigns would be really good and the multiplayers would be really good but i think like the other game mode would be really good. So like zombies and spec ops yeah. would be really fun. I would love just to have like a, a, a Call of Duty Zombies game. Right. Whether it was just from the Black Ops series or if it included every zombies, it would be really cool to see. 
Oh yeah. But I I think that'd be I think it would be easy to do, but I don't think you would have that many players playing on it consecutively. Yeah, I uh I still think Call of Duty needs to quit the yearly release and do the um kind of like what Halo in- Life yeah, Service it's going to do where they don't really have any other first person mainline games planned for at least 5 years. But I mean, they're never going to because it's Activision, <laughs> and all they want is people's money, and apparently to pretty much molest female workers. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's a topic for another time, I suppose. Yeah, I just I don't get it. I don't get the yearly release. I mean, I do, <laughs> who am I to say they're still selling like hotcakes every year? It's like a definitely. It's definitely like it's bigger than a cult following. It's like. I don't know. It's it's insane. Call of Duty is just kind of like the 17 to 22 year old like I'm a jock type game now. I don't feel like any person yeah. that's like actually passionate about gaming is really a COD player. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I feel like they've played it, but it's not something they would still play probably to yeah. this day. I mean, I would I would love to get back into a COD, but I didn't really care much for the new Modern Warfare. I thought it was fun playing a few matches. I loved Warzone, but I never really stuck around into it. And with Cold War, I just heard so many bad things yeah, about it. Yeah, I never it even picked it up. That not not even yeah, I I heard not even zombies is worth it. But I've also heard people say zombies. Yeah, is worth I've it, heard so. that too. I've heard like. Oh, zombies, you know, sucks. It Don't play it. But I've also heard, oh, zombies is the best it's ever been in the last ten years. It's like, okay, well, what do I believe here? I, I don't personally agree with that. I think Black Ops 3 yeah. had definitely the peak, mainly with the uh, DLC that they brought, the fifth oh, DLC, yeah. With all those maps it brought back. I wish it brought back more. It would have been nice to see, like, Transit, Call of the Dead, Mob of the Dead, um, just some other fan favorite games come well, back. Well, that's what they Black Ops 4 What they should have done is remastered. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I, I would have loved to see those maps remastered, but I, I still need to touch Black Ops 4 yeah. zombies. Yeah, no, Black Ops 4 is the... They, the uh... Pretty much the, did every did map the besides. Dead. The only maps that have yet to be remastered are the Transit, Die Rise, and Buried. I'm pretty sure. I heard. Uh, I heard that they're gonna supposedly be remastering Transit. Now, whether it that's gonna end up happening or not, I'm not too sure. Right. But that's another thing you and I need to get into is zombie modding. Definitely. Whenever I uh, like, whenever like World of War. Or... Black Ops 2 goes on to sale, we'll have to do that. Yeah, I think Black Ops 3 would be the best uh, entry point, though, for modding. Yeah, I definitely agree. Because but... I've seen some crazy, some crazy, like, transit mods on uh, Black Ops 3 on YouTube. Yeah, uh, I saw a remaster of Town on YouTube, and it looked so good. But... The problem with the Call of Duty franchise is their games just never go on sale. Yeah, seriously. At least on Steam. I mean, they have the occasional summer sale. Right. Maybe once every two years, but... Like, I'm looking to pick up Advanced Warfare and Black Ops 3 for PC. Yeah. Maybe uh, World at War 2, but... I just don't want to pay for pretty much a brand new game that with a dead fan base yeah i really want to get into black ops 3 modding that sounds pretty fun i've i haven't really watched any content that does black ops 3 modding for years but i remember that was always kind of one of my goals whenever i built my computer just something i never really got around to but yeah we'll definitely have to yeah. do that that would be that'd be some fun times for sure for sure well, especially since you and I kind of both have 
I mean, maybe I'm speaking on your behalf here, but I feel like we both have kind of lost our passion for zombies recently. Just, you know, it doesn't yeah. really hit the same I mean, anymore. I'll, I'll try to hop on it every now and then, but I just can't really figure out what map I want to play. Yeah. Which is, again, the downfall of not having every map on one game. Right. Which, it would be interesting to see them remake every map, either in Black Ops 3 or Black Ops 4 style. Or just a completely new style altogether. But, I think that would be something that's really needed for the Zombies community. It's just a singular game. But, when then again, when you do something like that, you would pretty much lose the Zombies fan, fan base from every other Call of Duty game. So... Yeah, I don't... People... I really do feel like Zombies fans and um, multiplayer fans kind of are on a different wavelength of Activision. Yeah. I think Activision even came out and said that they don't want to do that, but... I mean, it would just be interesting to see just a pure Zombies community. Right, I know. And that would... Because they, they do, like, Zombies World Championships, like, Round Survival and stuff like that. Yeah. I've seen, uh, one of the people I watch, I forget his channel's name, but he was talking about that last time I watched him. Granted, it was a while ago. Right. But, I mean, it was still recent enough to bring up. What, uh... Were you, like, super into Zombies content back in its prime with, like, kind of post-Black Ops 3? Cause I, I honestly feel like the summer between Black Ops 3 and Infinite Warfare, Zombies content was just popping. Well, it's whenever they released mod tools as well. That's when it really took off because, yeah. you know, people were creating custom maps and, you know, between the... I was really, uh... The first time I really got into Zombies content... Other than playing the playing Black Ops One was watching uh, Vanos Gaming do modded zombies on World at yeah. War, and I absolutely loved those videos. So I'd love to get into the modded content for World at War. And I know he does the occasional Black Ops Three video, but I remember like years and years and years ago, I used to watch a lot of World at War content, but mostly. Uh, most recently, it's pretty much just been Black Ops 3 modded content. Yeah. I don't know, I just, I feel like, I really feel like the zombies community is kind of a dying breed of people now. But, I mean, maybe there's a lot of people yeah. out there that still are. I think it's just kind of, with Call of Duty, zombies has become not really as big of a hit as it used to be. It's definitely not their main priority anymore. Because pretty much majority of the Black Ops 2 maps, uh, and definitely I feel like every Black Ops 3 map smacked really hard. And then just kind of after they released the big DLC for Black Ops 3, it's just zombies just kind of died. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely... Infinite Warfare Zombies wasn't terrible, but... I mean, it was the same thing with Advanced Warfare Zombies. It's just, it wasn't the same at the end of the day. Which isn't a bad thing. I loved both of those zombies, but there's just that place for the original Black Ops Zombies that I just love. I just think at the end of the day, I, I just don't think zombies will ever really be in the same place it was. I think the biggest thing right now is... I really think, like, Battle Royales and stuff are going to stick around a while. Yeah. I'm giving them maybe another five years before we see some new game mode take place. Well, you just don't really see, like, survival game modes anymore in any type of game. Like, even, like, uh... Yeah. Like, Halo 5, how they did fire... They brought Firefight back, but it really wasn't even, like, a survival game mode anymore. It was just, like, who can... It's, like, a high-score, like, a high-score minigame, pretty much. Like... Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's just, like, five waves, and you kill a bunch of things, and then you get points, and you get credits, and you go home, and you unlock your gear. I do wish they, uh... I hope they do this with Infinite, if they make, like, Wars and Firefight, but... Yeah. Make it to where, as long as you can survive... Yeah, I agree. 
it would be interesting. And do a mixture between Halo 5 Wars or Firefight and Halo Rage Firefight. I think would be a really good combo to see. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm overall this year. I'm looking forward to to gaming with you know Battlefield, um, Halo, obviously. Uh, there's even a few Switch titles I'm pretty excited about, and then Forza Horizon Five, and then uh, of course the <laughs> the expansion this fall for me at least for uh, for Final Fantasy fourteen. I mean, I, I think it's Definitely. gonna be a pretty good year in games. I think. We've been kind of in a lull for about two years now almost. Obviously, there's been a pandemic, so that doesn't really help, but... Yeah. I think more of the game companies have been really greedy, and they've been seeing what's been going on recently, and they're like, we need to drop some bangers. <laughs> like, I'm super excited for Far Cry 6. I'm super excited for Dying Light 2, Forza 5, Infinite, uh, a couple other games... Uh, Back for Blood looks really good. Oh yeah, I definitely want to play that. I I really enjoyed World War Z. That was really fun. But hopefully, Back for Blood is going to be really good. Yeah, they're. I have high hopes for they it. They just need to give, um, Back for Blood like really good progression system and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, you know, because that's really how you keep players these days is you make like a progression system. Well, I mean, that's obvious because with all the battle passes that we've been seeing, but because I, I feel like the reason why like Left 4 Dead lived for so long was because of its like mod support. Um, oh, yeah, like, well, that's just there's <laughs> still so many mods. I mean, that's there. just pretty much any Valve game, it feels like because they don't ever release new games anymore so they just have to play the player base just has to mod all the old ones to suit their needs for this day and age but definitely which is good for them because they're you know tf2 is still holding up very strong and yeah i think a couple of the other games but mainly tf2 is their still big hitter oh yeah for sure and then with Half-Life Alex being, I think, one of their most recent releases, I heard it's really good. Yeah, I that, would, a couple game that would definitely be a primary good. reason for me to get a uh, to get a VR headset would be for that game. There's not really a lot of VR stuff that I'm too interested in right now. I don't really think a lot of game companies have jumped on VR, but I, I'm definitely, well, I, mean, pretty I definitely much... would play Half-Life Alex. Yeah, it look it seems like one of the good ones. Uh, there's a couple good ones, but I think the main selling point for a VR headset could be like horror games. I think uh I don't know how Resident Evil 7 was. I haven't played it right. yet. But I know it was released for the uh I know it's on PlayStation VR and a couple of the other VR headsets. But I believe games like that and first-person shooters could do really good. Yeah, especially if you start getting those like full-on tech treadmills that you you see in a. <laughs> and those suits that actually like, whenever there someone touches you in game, you get yeah, you like feel the hap oh, touch yeah. in real life. I've seen people build like custom suits like that, or you know they'll put the like little, like this weird like circular treadmill thing under their feet so they can actually like walk around. Yeah. I would love to do a setup like that, but I would just need a bigger right. room. So would you say, for you, Far Cry 6 is your most hyped game of the year? Uh, Potentially. Far Cry 5 was really good, but the story was lacking a lot. Which is the pretty much the only downfall for it. Everything else about it slapped hard. Especially the gameplay, so I'm hoping Far Cry 6 does bring back the Far Cry 5 gameplay right. and also the gameplay of hunting and crafting along with getting the radio towers and then have a god tier story on top of that. Well, I've seen the, uh, I've seen the, the, like the gameplay, or not the gameplay trailer, but like the kind of the in-game rendered trailer for Far Cry 6 and it looks pretty good. 
It look it look it does look really good. But I think the game I'm most excited about is uh, Dying Light Two. Yeah, I don't. That's that's my most hyped game. I don't know much about Dying Light. I'll have to give it a shot. I'm pretty sure I actually have it. So I'll have to load it, that it, up on my Xbox. It's pretty fun. I I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, for me, it's its story was really solid, right. but its movement system probably isn't for everyone. Being the parkour esque movement system, yeah, which isn't bad. No, it's as long as it's got good gameplay. I mean, as long as long as the movement isn't like, oh, well, if you press this one button, then you're you know you're you've messed up your entire movement cycle or whatever. But I uh. I definitely think, obviously for me, my most hyped game is Halo Infinite. I just eat, breathe, and sleep Halo. <laughs> but outside of that, uh, Battlefield with you know with you and our other friends, definitely I'm very excited for that. But yeah, Battlefield. Yeah, the new Battlefield I feel is going to be really good. I feel like it might be overhyped. Yeah. Yeah, I guess only time. Will I really tell. hope they do something how Halo's doing, where they get feedback early on. Um, so if there's issues with the game, that they know immediately, so they can fix them. Because we don't want another cyberpunk situation where it gets hyped into the ground, and then not only does it not meet hype, it actually goes the opposite way and destroys itself. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they're also. The company was saying, we don't want to release the game yet because there's lots of lots of bugs and stuff. And the player base was like, fuck it, release it now type of situation. Yeah. I, I feel like that really I mean, it's, up the game a lot. I mean, yeah, it's easy to defend. But, I mean, there's also no way of telling. Yeah. I don't know. I think, had, I think I think Cyberpunk... over seven years to make it. I think Cyberpunk knew what they were doing. I don't really know why that game even came out <laughs> it didn't wait for like another year at least but i maybe it was pressure from investors and fans and not necessarily that they wanted to release it but oh my god <laughs> it was awful i haven't personally touched it i think if i ever see it go on sale i'll probably yeah. snag well it. and I, I i mean i i personally would recommend against that I I don't even think, even as an RPG, it's even worth playing. It's got a very, very flat story for an RPG. I mean, sure, it has some good twists and turns, you know, later on, but it's like, I think I've talked to you about this before, like, whenever games artificially put in, like, a, a twist or, like, a ooh, a gotcha moment or, like, a character death, that's not necessarily good story writing, you know? Yeah, I mean, if it's... If it's obviously done right, then it yeah, is good of story writing. Yeah, but like, I don't know if you care, but they did something like that and Dying Light, and it like it was really good story writing. Like it, it left big impacts for me, and it's definitely a moment I feel whenever I just go back and play the game that like. You can tell it was a really good story writing yeah. moment. Well, At least in my opinion. Like I said, it can be done right, but I don't know. Just the thing with Cyberpunk is like it, like they the way they marketed the game and talked about it in development and hyped it up. That they, they had to have known that it wasn't going to be nearly what people thought it was. I also think one of the biggest problems nowadays is there's not so many solo players anymore. Everyone's moving more to multiplayer games now. So, at least game company companies are like that. I mean, it it makes sense why because multiplayer games make the most money because of things like microtransactions and you know, little DLC packs and all that. While single-player single games you can't really do unless uh, you release, like, a, you know, like a campaign story pack. But even then, most players are like, oh, well, we don't want to pay for blah, blah, blah. So they, the developers have to end up releasing it for free anyways. 
so. Yeah. Honestly, bring back expansion packs, bro. <laughs> I I miss them. I, all this like live service crap is getting old sometimes, but I don't know. Yeah, seeing a game, I was really disappointed to see Halo Infinite coming out with a battle pass just because I was so tired of seeing them all over the place. I was too. But knowing that they're yeah, knowing that they're gonna have it there forever. Yeah, I was disappointed at first too. I'm like, cool, this is just that. gonna be a Warzone situation where I'm gonna take a break for two months and come back and I'm locked out of everything. But now it looks like it's gonna be. Because I think Halo Five had really good. Uh, the way they did their, like, DLC guns and maps and stuff. Like, everything was free, and it just came out when it came out. I One thing I do hope is they don't lock weapons. I don't think they're going to, but I hope they don't... If they do come out with new weapons, they don't lock them into the battle pass. I mean, I don't know how that would even work, because the weapons spawn on the map, but... Oh, they might be, like, replacement yeah, weapons. Yeah, I guess so. Like, a skin for the so sidekick. Like uh... You turn it into a magnum or something. Yeah, or they could just, like... Once you put that on, it will overwrite all your sidekick pickups to the Magnum. I hope they don't have just, like, five guns. I hope every gun that they end up either adding later on or currently have feel good and unique, and not just kind of like the Halo 3 system to where it's pretty much use the BR, otherwise you're trash. Well, from what I understand, what they had at the technical preview last weekend was about half the sandbox. So, I mean, that was nine guns, so add another nine guns. That's a pretty big weapon pool, and I'm pretty happy about that. I mean, like I said, I don't want it to be a reach situation where, sure, there's like a billion guns in reach, but all of them are, you know, awful. <laughs> So there's, like, no point in using any of the guns, but... Yeah, I think there's only, like, five decent weapons in Reach. With the number one mainly being the DMR. Well, we've been we've been going for about an hour here. Do you have any kind of closing thoughts you want to give people for our very first episode? Uh... Not, nothing too special, but... At least nothing to pop into mind right now. Alrighty, well, for anybody that's listening, I want to thank you for joining us on our very first episode of North Down South. Um, this is something we've been wanting to do for quite a while now, and we really hope that uh, we're able to keep pushing through. Um, we're not quite set in stone on our schedule yet of how often we want to do episodes. I would like to do at least once a week or once every two weeks. But we will have to see from there, and uh, it's going to be a learning experience for us, so definitely bear with us if there's any audio issues or anything. You know, we're both learning. We're brand new to this. So, But, again, I want to thank you for listening to North Down South this week, and uh, we'll see you later.